Today we're talking, is the Big Ten Conference the best conference in basketball? You know, we hear all this glory about the SEC in football and the ACC in basketball, but you know what? Times are a-changing, and is the Big Ten Conference the best in basketball? We talk about it today. Locked on Golden Gophers, your daily podcast on the Minnesota Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate video coordinator and recruiting assistant, here to talk Gophers with you each and every day of the week. Now, during the offseason, as you know, we are only going Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, so that's three days a week, and that's through the end of July. Now, once we hit August, we are full go, no stops. Monday through Friday, talking gopher sports hard and heavy every single day of the week. So be sure to tune in. Be sure to subscribe on the YouTube channel and join the community. Join in the chat. Join in the fun. Let me know what you want to talk about. Let me know what you want to hear and all that. This is interactive, folks. This is a community, and we are building it, and it's going to be a great time, especially during the season. So be sure to check out Locked On Golden Gophers wherever you get your podcasts. But let's jump into the topic of the day, which is Big Ten basketball. And is it the best conference in college basketball? And you know what? I'm going to give you the answer straight up right away. And the answer is no, absolutely not. But we could be well on our way to developing into the best conference. Now, the way we broke this down is looking at a uh, number of players drafted, so pro prospects and getting guys to the pros. Then we also look at high-level pros and the number of all-stars from programs. And then we're going to look at strictly collegiate success when it comes to the tourney and getting teams in the tournament, as well as the success in the tournament. So that's how we're going to break it all down on today's show. And let's jump right into it. First, we are talking about NBA draft picks. Now, in 2022, the Big Ten showed that it is on the rise with nine picks in the NBA draft. It was the most of all conferences, and it beat out the SEC at eight, ACC at seven, and Pac-12 at six. So we're on the rise, folks. We're seeing more success from the Big Ten, and you love to see it. You absolutely love to see the progress. but if you look at it compared to players drafted by the conference over the last six years, we're behind the ball. Now, ACC has 63 drafted in the last six years. The SEC has 57 drafted in the last six years. Now, after the ACC and the SEC, the next in line is the Pac-12 with 49 players drafted, followed by the Big 10 with 38, the Big 12 with 32, and the Big East with 16. Now, again, this is in the past six years. But if you look at the shift in the conference with these expansions and you move UC USC and UCLA, it actually shifts these numbers as well. So the ACC actually wouldn't be the number one school in this case anymore because OU and Texas bring seven of those 32 from the Big 12 over to the SEC, which puts them at 60 
four, which would be one above the ACC. And then if you take USC and UCLA away from the Pac-12 and move them to the Big Ten, that moves us from 38 to 51, which would put us in third behind the ACC and the SEC still. Now, the Big 12 would gain a whopping one from their additions of Cincy, BYU, and UCF. I didn't check into Houston on that one, though, so actually it'd probably be a couple more than one, maybe about four. Um, And then, you know, even with these new additions to the Big 10, we only come in third when it comes to pro prospects hitting the NBA. That it's a good shift. It moves us from fourth to third by a reasonable margin, but we're not quite there when it comes to pro development. But it's not all about producing NBA talent because many players don't have substantial careers. So let's take a look even deeper, even further into the top talent produced across each conference. And we're going to do that by looking at all-star seasons over the past four years. But before we do that, we need to talk about our friends over at Rock Auto. Rock Auto is going to save you so much money when it comes to cars and trucks and buying the parts in order to fix your vehicle. They they save you so much money. I mean, why pay 30%, 50%, or even 100% markup on these prices at the dealership when you can head on over to Rock Auto and save money today. Rock Auto's prices are reliably low and they're guaranteed across the board. They don't just pick and choose which people or which cars get special treatment. They have low prices across the board. So stop dealing with the car dealership. Stop dealing with those annoying struggles and hassles and feeling like you just don't have the knowledge when it comes to cars. If you need a part, head on over to Rock Auto com to be sure to get that part for the best price and save that cash back in your pocket. So head on over to rockauto.com and in the how did you hear about us box, make sure to put locked on so they know that we sent you. Head on over to rockauto.com for reliably low prices, amazing selections, and reliability over at rockauto.com. <clears throat> All right, folks, so thank you for listening to the Locked On Golden Gophers podcast and making it your first listen each and every day. I know we've talked a lot about the Big Ten Conference this week, and that's how we're closing this week. But next week, it's Gophers, Gophers, and more Gophers. We're jumping back into the team that we know and love in this great conference, and it's going to be a great time. It's going to be a blast. I can't wait for next week, and hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll have one more interview on the books. Now, let's jump into looking at those professional top-level players that have been produced by the conferences and see where we lie there. So NBA All-Star selections by conference over the last four years. Now, the Big Ten had two selections in 2019, zero selections in 2020, one All-Star selection in 2021, and one all-star selection in 2022, giving us a total of four all-stars in the last four years. Now, for names of those all-stars, we're thinking we're talking guys like D'Angelo Russell, Draymond Green, Mike Conley. So 
not really names that blow you away, if we're being honest. They're more of those fringe all-stars. So we got a long way to go when it comes to the top talent development. Then you go over to the SEC, who had five in 2019, five in uh, 2021, or five in 2020, five in 2021. So that's three straight years of five. And then they had four in 2022. Now, granted, these selections are often some of the same players, like Anthony Davis getting drafted each year is still one selection every year for the SEC. So if you get a rock solid young player who turns into an all-star and a consistent all-star, it's really helping skew your numbers in favor. But it also shows that you have some of the top talent. But interesting, interestingly enough, a lot of the great all-stars that people are coming to know and love, like LeBron James, uh, Steph Curry, Giannis, Luca. I mean, they either didn't go to college or they played at a non-Power 5 high major college for the basketball level. Now, there's a fair share of guys still playing at those high major schools, but basketball is very divided and spread out. So it's really interesting to see these numbers, but that gives the SEC a total of 14 compared to our Big Ten four. Now you move over to the ACC. They had one, four, five, three in those last four years, totaling to 12 all-star selections. Pac-12 had four, two, four, four, and that gives them 13 total. But of those 13, seven of them come from USC or UCLA, which brings Big Ten's total up to 11 after this expansion. So when we're talking about the talent that these programs can offer our conference in the long term, it could be a major deal. It could be a great flourish in our conference, not only in the college level as far as development and excitement in the conference, success in the tournaments, but looking at pros and how those pros play out uh, and how they represent our conference moving forward. So those additions are going to be big time. Now, Big 12 has four, two, two, and five, bringing them to 13, but eight of those are from Texas or OU. So moving those over to the SEC just makes the SEC even more of a powerhouse in basketball, which they weren't really known for before, but now it's starting to look more and more intriguing when it comes to the SEC being a power conference or possibly one of the best conferences, maybe the best in college basketball as well. But it's not all on pro talent. So let's finish off this pro talent talk really quick, and then we'll get to the nitty gritty of collegiate success. But let's finish off Big 12, 4, 2, 2, 5. We just said that with uh, eight of them in Texas or OU, so they'll be moving to SEC. And then lastly, the Big East with 3, 3, 0, and 1, a total of four, which is equal to the Big 10. Now, once again, we're not at the top of the pack, but it goes to show how important these new additions will be to the conferences. Like I said, OU and Texas their top talent-wise raises the level of the SEC, bringing them to 22 all-stars in these past four years as opposed to the 14. And then that gap between the SEC and the ACC would be 22 to 12. That's a 10-selection difference. 
And then it would bring the Big Ten from four to 11, bringing us one behind the ACC. So these, these changes, they could be big as far as observing the talent of the conference at the professional level. And in the long scheme of things, that helps build the, the prestige of your conference. It helps kids look at your conference and be like, look, I know a lot of pros come from the Big Ten, come from the ACC. People talk about in basketball all the time, ACC is where the best players play. And both, like there is a shift and it looks like that shift is taking place in the pros. Now it's more dispersed, as I've said, in pro basketball, but we're seeing with these schools moving over, we could see a change of opinions, which could be major when it comes to recruiting. But like I said, it's not only about the pros. So let's take a look at the success at the collegiate level, which we're going to talk about coming up. But first, let's talk about our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is that protein-packed protein bar. And you know what? 17 to 19 grams of protein tastes delicious. And there's so many wide variety of flavors. So, you know, if you're feeling sweet tooth, You've got your birthday cake, you've got your brownie, your peanut butter brownie, your mint brownie, your brownie batter, your mud pie. If you're feeling a little more savory, well, not savory, but like fruity, you've got your raspberry, your cherry barcia, your orange. So there's different options for you and they're all wrapped in 100% real chocolate. And they even have a granola option as well. So be sure to head on over to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, LOCKED15, for 15% off your order. And that's not a one-time coupon, folks. You can use that discount whenever you check out at build.com. So give it a try. And when you love it, which I know you will, use the promo code every time. I appreciate it. Just give it a try. I always am tempted to bring my box in here and have it during the show, but you guys don't want to listen to me smack my gums. Well, I guess you're kind of listening to me smack my gums while I'm talking, but as far as chewing. It's just a pet peeve of mine, and I'm sure you don't want to hear that as well, so I haven't done that. But do head on over to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off over at Built.com. All right, so we're going to close this thing off looking at the collegiate success. Um, So not so much pros, not so much development, talent development, but collegiate success in the NCAA tournament with these conferences. So looking at it, let's talk NCAA tourney teams in the last six years. So the number of teams in the tournament. Now this one, the Big Ten is showing out with 44 teams in the last six years. And they are tied with the ACC who also have 44 teams in the last six years. They both lead with the most conference selections in the last six years. Now you bring over your USC and your UCLA and the Big Ten leads this by a wide margin. So the Big Ten is healthy when it comes to getting teams into the tournament. Next after the Big Ten and the ACC is the uh, Big 12 with 39 teams in the conference or in the tournament in the last six years. Then the SEC with 35 teams in the last six years. Big East with 31 teams in the last six years, and then the Pac-12 with 25 teams in the last six years. Now, the Pac-12 is taking a hit, a major hit, with UCLA and USC both leaving because 
those 25 team selections in the last six years, a number of those are those two teams. So big hit overall, but it helps bolster our conference. And in fact, OU and Texas would help bolster the SEC towards the ACC number of 44, but not quite. It would still be third. So the best team as far as getting teams into the tournament or the best conference, excuse me, would be the Big Ten. But let's look at the number top total number of one seeds in the last six years. So conferences that had the most number one seeds in the last six years, this is where it stretches to the ACC. This is where you see that success of that conference. They've had seven number one seeds in the last six years, three of those being North Carolina, three of those being Virginia, and one of those being Duke. Then you go to the Big 12, who had six, with four of those six being Kansas, clearly a dominant program, and then two of them being Baylor in the past two years. The Big East has had three number one seeds, with two of those selections being Villanova and one selection being Xavier in the last six years. And then the Big Twin, Big Twin, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 have both seen two total number one seeds in the last six years. Big Ten had Michigan and Illinois, and the Pac-12 had Oregon one year and Arizona last year. So that heavily favors the ACC on that front, with three major programs really leading the charge there. But how do the conference fare when it comes to Final Fours and when it comes to championships? Well, if you take a look at Final Fours, the ACC had six Final Fours over the last six years. The Big 12 had five Final Four selections over the last six years. Big East had three. The SEC had two. The Big 10 had two. And the Pac-12 had two, one of which was UCLA. So... If you add that over, it puts us right into that third conversation when it comes to the last six years in Final Fours, but the ACC is still leading the charge there. And then when we look at champions over the last six years, and folks, when I say the last six years, I haven't mentioned, but we're taking the COVID year out because we didn't play a tournament that year. So I've taken it 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2021, and 2022 last year. So with that, the champions over the last six years, we've had two from the ACC, two from the Big 12, and two from the Big East. Zero from the Big 10, zero from the SEC, zero from the Pac-12. So when it comes to looking at the conference, conferences both immediately in collegiate success, heading into the pros in number of players drafted, and the number of all-stars. The ACC still leads the pack. And you know what? The SEC is probably closer to trying to claim that title than the Big Ten is. We would easily be the third best conference when it comes to basketball, but I don't think we're quite on par with the ACCs and with the SEC right now. The SEC is better when it comes to pro talent development, as we've seen, but success in the collegiate level, the Big Ten outshines them there. So I guess give or take the pro development, give or take the all-star success for the pros. If you're looking at just pure basketball, not development, not top-tier talent,
but you're looking at pure basketball success in the NCAA over the last six years, then the Big Ten could maybe be considered the second best conference behind the ACC. But the ACC is still up there, folks. They're still at large, and we've got a long way to go, but we can get there. And the inclusion of UCLA and USC helps us a ton when it comes to the future of the Big Ten basketball and where we lie as a conference. So get excited. It's going to be good times and get excited for the Gophers. Next week, we are going to talk about where I predict the Gophers will finish in the Big Ten basketball conference. And we're going to dive into that. And it's probably higher than you think. And I'm not being biased. I'm not being overly optimistic. I'm trying to take the most realistic approach possible. So be sure to tune in next week when we talk about where the Gophers could likely finish as it stands with the rosters that we have. That's going to do it for us on today's episode of Locked On Golden Gophers. I appreciate you listening. Again, we're looking to have an interview next week. We're going to talk Big Ten basketball, but mainly Gophers and how they finish out in the conference. And then... We'll have some fun with it. We'll have another Guess That Gopher segment. It's been a little bit since we've done those. And anything you want to hear about, any topics you want to know or have discussed on the show, drop them below on the YouTube channel. And we'll be sure to check them out and get those in the works. Thank you for listening. This is Cam Rob signing off. Have a good one.